Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cats. Subscribe to Cast Plus, where you can listen ad-free. And check out our Lost in Panama after-show episodes where Jeremy and I sit down to dissect this case in far more detail than we're able to get into the main show. There's so much more to talk about here. Rabbit trails we didn't have time for, and Jeremy and I dig deep in these after-show episodes. To listen to them, just go to castmedia.com slash castplus. Hey everyone! Hola mi gente! Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Lost in Panama. I'm Mariana Bencio. And I'm Jeremy Craig. And this is the Lost in Panama After Show, where we delve deeper into each episode, go into outstanding questions, and share some of the things that happened off camera. So Jeremy, lots to unpack from the latest episode, and I think we should start with this big conclusion that we reached, right? Yes, it is quite a game changer to be told that there was no bridge visible in picture 550. That uh, is something that is new intel, uh, for sure, in this case. And for me personally, it has always, what made me have a hard time believing that Chris and Lizanne were lost and camped at this bridgehead where, as we saw, people come and go every day, most of them indigenous villagers either coming to Boquete or going back to Alto Romero. And how could the women have been there for eight days and and not been found? That that always was a sticking point for me. But now that there is no proof that they were there at that bridgehead on the trail, I think it's much easier to believe an accident theory is plausible. What do you think? Well, we still don't know what happened. I still think foul play is possible. But it's incredible to me, and that's why we do this kind of journalism on the ground, that it was on your third trip where you were able to reach that conclusion because of these experts that we interviewed also about the fact that we don't really know where they were, Chris and the Sand. And then the crux of this mystery, which are these 100 Blair Witch Project type photos taken in the span of four hours. Just for our listeners out there, you guys have no idea. Jeremy and I sat with our entire team, including people like Jose Donderis, who you met in the prior episodes, the former leader of Cineproc, the FEMA of Panama, trying to figure out a timeline where these photos make sense because they now question, make us question everything. The accident theory, because then it would put Chris in the sand a week out in this jungle, and they also make you question the foul play theory because what kind of murderer would have allowed them to have a camera to take those photos and also have their cell phones with them? Right. It would indicate whatever had befallen them that they were 
not on a trail and because the trails were searched very thoroughly. And uh, it's interesting too what Eric Johnson said about the flash on the camera would only be good for about 11 feet, he said. And if you if you look at that picture 550, in the background, you can see the other side of the riverbank. And that is certainly not taken at the Rio Culebra where we camped, right? That river is about 60 feet across. And if the flash was only good for 11 feet and it's illuminating the other side of the river, this has got to be a much smaller river. It's not the Culebra, at least not in that spot. Yeah, this is insane that we were there. And I just also want to share with you guys what it was like in terms of seeing Jeremy, Luis, our director, in the dead of night, it's drizzling, and they're trying to recreate these photos. And then when we found that cave, Jeremy, that you guys just sort of slid into, and there was, I mean, there was mud up to your knees when you guys were trying to do that. And you're a pretty tall guy. So it was physically challenging, and it was also very spooky to be out there at the Rio Culebra at that hour. And we could not I mean, that was the best spot that we found where there was a boulder that looks like the one you see in 550 and the bridge was in sight of of that spot. But we could not get the angle the way the investigators believed that they had it. So I, I think we can safely conclude that that's not where it went down, whatever went down. But it went down in in the jungle in that in a similar environment, which is really eerie to think about. Yes, those plants that you see, those ferns that you see growing in, in the image. I mean, they're, they're very common there in the area where we were. So I think it's, it's close. And that's very different vegetation than you see on the Boquete side. So people who, you know, there's a kind of a conspiracy theory that the photos were not shot out in the jungle, but were shot close to Boquete. And the flora that you see in the photos is definitely not from the Boquete side of the Continental Divide. And then, of course, you have the missing photo. 509. There's a, a couple of schools of thought, and Roman from Imperfect Plan expressed his notion that, you know, based on their research, that the photo could have been deleted by the camera itself. But I, I, there's another school of thought, and I think it's worth looking into. So I'm going to quote briefly from an article in Petapixel, which is a well known, well regarded photography magazine and they did a, an investigation into the camera as well and the uh, and the photos and they concluded quote if a picture is deleted from a camera it's still possible to retrieve it dutch investigators attempted to recover the file 509 but didn't manage to retrieve any data which suggests that the camera was plugged into a computer and the file was deleted rather than deleted from the camera so as Johnson said, the photography guru who we quoted in the story, he would like to get our version of the camera and conduct experiments himself to make a definitive conclusion. But it, there does seem to be a question of, of whether or not it was deleted from a computer or could have been deleted from the camera. I think that it was deleted from a computer because that's what makes it untraceable now. But just the how deliberate it was to delete the photo that is the transition from the daytime photographs to the nighttime ones. I believe that that photo showed who the third party was, potentially showed the killer. I really do believe that. Hmm. The mathematical probability that that one picture between the day and the night photos would be deleted, somebody calculated it, and it is a very small possibility that it was an accident. But it could be the kind of thing where 
you know, the investigators, either it was deliberate or just very sloppy on the part of the Panamanian authorities, that they could have copied the SD card from the camera, downloaded it onto a computer, and then when they transferred it back to the SD card, accidentally deleted a, an image. I mean, you can't rule it out, but it is a big question. It's a question that the Dutch investigators flagged, too, as potentially very suspicious. Deliberate, say I. And then there is, of course, the photo of Chris's hair, which is 580, in which you wonder, was she dead or was she alive when they took that photo of her? It is the one photo that does look the most deliberate, as though it were framed and consciously. To listen to the rest of this after show, go to castmedia.com slash cast plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.